Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Psalm 62, but before we go there, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, thank you. Thank you for loving us, for giving us this day, for allowing me to wake up and all of us to wake up, Lord. I just thank you for the many blessings. I thank you that you care and that you're involved on a daily basis. So, Father, I pray for this upcoming week, for those of us who are starting it, um, this reading or this listening on Monday. I just pray our, our week would go well. I pray that we'd keep our hearts and our minds focused on you, that we would hear your voice, that we would be able to tell your voice, that we would be able to use David and the people of Israel as our example. When things are tough, we can turn to you. We can lament to you. We can seek you and wait with expectations of deliverance. So, Father, I just pray as we read that you'd be opening our hearts and our minds, that you, Holy Spirit, would provide your wisdom and understanding, and that you would truly speak to us so that we could love you even more, love you with our whole being, our whole selves, and in that way be able to love our neighbor as ourselves also. So I praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So this is going to be pretty quick. Um, Again, not a ton of sermons and a ton of other information about this. But ultimately, Psalm 62 is um, a psalm of encouragement as the people of Israel, and i.e. God's people, are being oppressed by wealthy people, powerful people. And in this, and <clears throat> so the ESV um, Global Study Bible notes, in such a situation it would be easy to despair or else to seek security and power and wealth rather than in God. You see, that's so much of what I've done in my past life is I've sought myself. And even today I still seek a solution that I think of. When I have challenges, I think of the solution and don't initially go straight to God. I've gotten better at that, but it's still not, it's still not where it needs to be. And so just as God's people should be turning to him, so should I at the very beginning and actually on a daily basis going through with him what my day is like, what my concerns are, what my praises are. And then lifting up my day and myself to him. So with that, let's go ahead and jump on into Psalm 62. For the director of music for Jedetham, a Psalm of David. Also, it said that this was also probably written when um, Absalom was trying to kill his dad. So again, David is facing some pretty serious trials. Verse 1. Truly, my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. How long will you assault me? Would all of you throw me down this leaning wall, this tottering fence? Surely they intend to topple me from my lofty place. They take delight in lies. With their mouths they bless, but in their hearts they curse. Yes, my soul find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him. 
for God is your refuge. Surely the lowborn are but a breath, the highborn are but a lie. If weighted on a balance, they are nothing. Together, they are only a breath. Do not trust in extortion, or put vain hope in stolen goods. Though your riches increase, do not set your heart on them. One thing God has spoken, two things I have heard. Power belongs to you, God, and with you, Lord, is unfailing love. And you reward everyone according to what they have done. So I think there's a couple things, a number of things here. This is a pretty intense psalm. And, you know, if David is being chased by his son, again, one of the worst things that could be happening is one of your children are trying to kill you. They're trying to take your throne. And he says, you know what? I'm going to face, I'm going to rest in God. My soul, my salvation comes from him. He recognizes who God is to him. And not just to him, but who God is. He is the salvation. He is the rest. He is the rock. And then he turns to the others and he says, how long are you going to assault me? Would you throw me down this leaning wall, this tottering fence? Meaning this thing that they've put together is falling apart. You're going to throw me down it? And he talks about them, but then he goes back to, yes, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Again, reiterating his salvation in God. Not from men, not from his wisdom. Because he is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in him at all times, you people. Now he's talking to us. His nation, Israel, excuse me, pour out your hearts to him for God is our refuge. I know I've poured out my heart many a time, so many times to him and sought his solace. Surely the lowborn are but a breath, the highborn are but a lie. The reality is, is people are nothing in terms of time. They don't have control because God's in control. And then he tells us again, don't trust in extortion or put vain hope in stolen, stolen goods. Though your riches increase, do not set your heart on them. I know in times I've, I've really trusted in my wealth. And then it was taken away. I trusted in my ability, which is a wealth. And again, it was taken away. So where do you put your heart? You put your heart on God, which is what this says to me. And then this last part, one thing God has spoken, two things I have heard. Power belongs to you, God. Yep. And with you, Lord, is unfailing love. Again, evidenced in our lives, in my life anyways. I'm sure in yours too. And then last, you reward everyone according to what they have done. That gets me back to, I immediately think about the fear of the Lord. This this review the study I'm trying to go through, and I've been highlighting and reading a lot of commentaries, reading a lot of the Bible and different statements from Jesus through, you know, Abraham to all the different Isaiah. <laughs> Isaiah is big on it. Um, but really trying to find and understand the fear of the Lord because that's something that I need more. And one of the, th- the, the fears of the Lord that I've been reading is the fear of letting him down, of not following through, not living the right way, not living for him, but living for myself. That is a fear. That is a fear of the Lord. So I've been doing a lot of reading. Maybe next weekend I'll spend time uh, sharing it, putting, putting the verses together. But I think that's really about it. Let's go back to God in prayer. Father, thank you for today and for your many blessings. Thank you for David. Thank you for 
his prolific writing and how he's such a good example to us. So, Father, I lift up this day, I lift up this week to you, and I just pray that our hearts would be trusting in you, not in ourselves, that you would protect us, that you would guide us, that you would, we would know you're our salvation, that, we wouldn't, that I wouldn't try to solve my problems on my own, because that's what I've always tried. So, Lord, I lift up this time, I lift up this reading, and pray they would go out and be fruitful, and you would be the only one we hear. Nothing from me, everything from you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, just housekeeping. I started another business trip today, and so I'll be out. I'll be back on Thursday. And then again, as I mentioned, I believe last week, I then leave again on Sunday, and I'll be gone through until Thursday. So again, and then I don't travel supposedly for a while. So hopefully that that holds and we can get into Thanksgiving. I'm also thinking about for December, really focusing on putting the Psalms on hold and focusing on the Christmas story, the Christmas verses, and all the ways that the Bible is pointed to Jesus's birth. So with that, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God.